Okay. So ready for you. I don't even have my soundboard ready, bro. Man, man. Just excited for this wedding. The feels, man. The feels. Jeez. My wifey's gonna appreciate this song choice. When you hold me and kiss me slowly, it's the sweetest thing. Yo, 
off the grid. Yeah, yeah, look, when I was in jail, I was low key. Huh? Shout out to supporters that wrote me. E food workout and go sleep. You know, I'm praying he carrying both feet. Yeah. No, we got God with us. He look at me and see a God figure. And when I stop vibing, I know that he with me. And I'ma always catch a hard shiver. I know his demons in that dark liquor. We buy a yeah. bottle of squash. Yeah. Push up everybody yeah. turn into a harsh. But my pocket's bigger and my heart richer. My mind smarter. My grind harder and my car quicker. I'm at her in church. She pray for me. She my God sister. Yeah, I'm only trusting the people I, I keep like close. Telling they so for we poke. Remember when I was broke wearing cheap coats. And I was diamonds and houses and C notes. I'm feeling marvelous. Let the monster loose. They call me a product of my environment. I tell them no, I'm a God producer. Demons good and the guards can shoot. I put them on you and get hard to move. Tattoo on my face is the mark of truth. Gotta watch what you say when they mark it. I already predicted this. Y'all need witness day. Look, got a couple old friends that I'm not really clicking with. I know they pray to Okay. Oh, you got another one. Okay. Oh, got a, can't show, cannot show love to the boy. Too sexy for your girl. Too sexy for this world. Too sexy for this ice. Too sexy for that jet. Not with the high. The high. Too sexy for this chain. Too sexy for your game. Too sexy for this fame. Yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for the trap. Too sexy for that cap. All right, all right. I changed my mind. It's on those hard, bro. Of course. Okay. All right. That's fine, okay. okay. I'm feeling too sexy to accept requests. Way too sexy. And I'm way too sexy to go unprotected. Way too sexy. Woo. And she popped a Tesla, now she gonna let you. Okay, alright, that's fine, okay. Think we got too sexy for that metro house. Diamond popped out, almost swallowed 60,000. 60 Section need more things in here, I like it crowded. Hey. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I like it crowded. Oh, you like the boy? Well, tell me what you like about him. Woo. You a turned a little thotty, ain't no wife about Seen a video? Hey, I'm of course, bro. Great concept, yeah. great video. Once again. Oh, I mean, man. I, I feel like I have so much to say about it. And like, I have like this bi-weekly meeting at work. So I yeah. always feel like I have like a, some, some of these weeks I have like a pod prep. <laughs> I love it. So we all, all we talked about was uh, Donda and... That's CLB. It. That's it. Mad takes. And, and because it's like a, a, a meeting of like six people, I'm like, ooh, I got to say some of this for ooh. the pod. <laughs> I'm going to just wait and wait my turn. <laughs> yeah. Man them, man them. It's not with a hype thing. Thing. A war. A war. The world generous speaking. Medea, Medea, we here. We here. What's good, y'all? What's sir, good? Yes, sir. And of course, it's your boy. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Yes, you. Yes, you. Oh, it's been it's been another couple of weeks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's yep, gonna yep. be another couple. It's of gonna weeks. be another couple of weeks, but it's all worth it in the end, man. It's all but worth how, it. How are you doing? How has life been the last couple of weeks? I know that you had uh, bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party events that I couldn't be privy to. Yeah. Because I was I was elsewhere, but now I'm back. Yeah. And then yeah. And then uh, we have uh, the wedding, of course, happening next week. This time yeah. next week, exactly. you'll be married. Exactly. I'll be a married man. Come. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Sweat a little bit. Woo. It's dripping. I'm going to need that time. <laughs> I'm going to need my rag, bro. <laughs> nah, but definitely it's been it's been good, man. You know, uh, busy as well, preparing for it, prepping for it and everything like that. But um, from the bachelor party, really, that really set the tone, right? Like it's you mm-hmm. do that and then from two weeks ago, my head's just been like, all right, like it's go time. You know what I mean? The final preparations are taking place. Um, yeah, man, we're really just looking forward to the day, man. Like 
you know, God willing, we get a nice day weather-wise, you know, no stress, no drama, just good vibes with, with our people, man. So just looking forward to that so day. When when you say bachelor party happened, yeah. what do you mean by that? <laughs> listen, listen. If you don't know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell y'all what happens on a bachelor bachelorette weekend does not get discussed. It's like going to Vegas. What happens in Vegas? Well, you didn't, you was downtown. Yeah. But, but listen, but listen. <laughs> we could have ran into you. Yeah, yeah. like, oh my God, Patrick, what oh, are you yeah, doing yeah. here? I don't know. It's my bachelor. It's crazy. Know. It's crazy. <laughs> don't nah. say nothing. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. We definitely turned up with the with the boys that were in town. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's a few few of the guys, especially like you and a couple other of my boys who unfortunately couldn't be there. But the guys who were here, we made it. We made it. Um, the most out of it. Turned up downtown. COVID restrictions mm-hmm. couldn't stop us. Bunk mm-hmm. COVID. We were out there. Turned up. Um, yo, I felt like it's funny we played Drake coming into this. Yeah, I had a moment where I felt like the boy. So, Which, what, what part? What what kind of moment where you felt like the boy? Because he he was he was very toxically masculine on this album. So he I don't was, know what he you're was, about. but like not this album. We're talking like <laughs> mob ties, mob ties. Okay. So, oh, you, you were sick a lot of these. I was in a an Italian restaurant, nice premium Italian restaurant. You know, mm. had our had our own. Um, Desert Eagle. Yeah, Desert already knows. That's it. Yeah, to play the Gabagool. Okay, that's it. On. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So shout out to my boy Aaron. He's a head chef at, at Figo, uh, which oh, is nice. downtown Toronto. So big up to him. Um, he niced us, man. He hooked us up, brought us, got us executive table. Um, so all the mandem were there. We're taking part in the finest Italian dishes, things that I can't pronounce, having some drinks that I can't pronounce. But it's all good, man. We had the place unlocked. It's pronounced Negroni. Yeah. Ne- Negroni. Yeah, the Negro. I had the Negro <laughs> drink. <laughs> the Negro drink. The Negro drink. Had a, had a bunch of those. And it was a dope vibe, man. Because we're, like I said, we had like the executive table in the restaurant. So, you know, yeah. people walk in, they're seeing the group of guys. We got the bachelor's t shirts on. And they're just like, yo, who are these guys? So you they're, know they're having a bachelor party. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you see, you, you see, you see the eyes. You see the eyes pre and ting. So I, I definitely felt felt good. Um, yeah, man. Just a ton of ton of drinks, ton of good vibes. I, Is, I loved it. I have a question now because I, you had the shirts. Yeah. And when we did our first, like our yeah. first mutual friend, yeah. uh, his bachelor party, and that was our first bachelor party. I feel like that any of us put together. <laughs> yes. It was like on the fly. Let's figure this shit out. Yeah. Um, but we had. A, a, like t-shirts printed were on the back of it. There was like a checklist mm-hmm. of like different things for the bachelor to do and interact with other people, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You can make it up. Yeah. Is that like something that's a, that's going to be a pre COVID thing or something like that? Cause I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like that's, we, we didn't do that. We didn't have, we had the shirts, but we did not have the checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're not even like really supposed to interact with anybody other than who you came with. Right. Ex- exactly. So that was one of the things that sucked. Like a couple of places we went to were kind of chill. Like they let you mix and mingle. Right. But then we went to one other bar and they're like, yo, security literally came to our board. And we're like, yo, sit down, like go back to your table. Really? Security's on it like that. on it like that. Like they were literally the table beside us. My man even said, yo, I'll put on a mask. The guy's like, nah, go back to your table. Like, so that kind of sussed the vibe a little bit, but you know, we I met so many strangers in America. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So many strangers. I mean, like, bro, that's a bachelor bachelor party, bachelor, right? That's what you do. You know what I mean? So 
But whatever, man. We made the most out of it. You guys had like four wheelers and shit. Yeah. We also went out during the daytime, did some daytime activities where, you know, it wasn't about getting lit. It's just, I mean, we got lit in a different way, man. We Mm -hmm. rented some ATVs. Mm. Um, We're going through backwoods up in Collingwood. I love backwoods. Yeah. I mean, I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. Everyone knows you do. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. We were out there, bro. Like, that's a vibe. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you feel right now about next week? I'm, I'm, bro. I'm ready for it, man. Like, honestly, all the prep, it's been, what, two years just trying to prepare Damn. for this one day. Um, I'm ready for it, man. Let's just get it. Let's get it popping. Yeah, you no it. nerves. I mean, there's nerves for sure, but like... What are you nervous about? I just... Let's get like, deep. I want to... I wanna, we want to be in the mind of a man who's about to be married. Yeah, I yeah. want to know what's happening. So I want to be like... Obviously, I want to get my Again, words safe right. Safe space. Safe space. Don't get yeah, your yeah. words right. Just raw. Just, <laughs> just, just raw dog. Um, nah, I want to get, <laughs> get the words right. You know what I mean? Mm. I want to express or I want to articulate myself in a good way, which probably won't happen, but it's fine. Right. Um, and yeah, I just want things to go the way we have planned and envisioned for the day. Other than that, I don't have nerves about actually marrying like this girl. Like I, I love this girl. Like it, yeah, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, hate, I, mean? I hate when people like joke about like, do you have any second any yeah. second thoughts? You got yeah. you know, cold feet at this point. I think everybody is just like, I'm marrying you. Let's <laughs> yeah. just fucking Let's do, just this. do this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where my head's at, man. It's just the day of I just want things to go smoothly. I don't want hiccups, mm-hmm. I don't want rings to be lost, I don't want people forgetting clothes, I don't want like because yeah. I've been to weddings where this has happened. You mean, so you've like, been to weddings where somebody's lost the ring? Not lost, not lost a ring, but you know, they fumble, they they misplace things. I've literally oh, okay. been to a wedding where the groom forgot his suit and had to like literally drive back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just started late. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's better than in, in, like wearing a, a what do you something like, else? What are you gonna wear? Like you're gonna wear a jersey and like a pair of Tim's to your like, you just wear your favorite something <laughs> and just make a story about like, oh, this is. <laughs> The shirt that I wore when the Raptors won a championship yeah, in yeah, 2019. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it. And it's good luck. And it's good luck. When the Raptors got their ring. Now so I'm getting, getting my ring. ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, <laughs> you're aligned. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, in case yeah. this happens, yes. you already have your, your back. You'd be yeah. like, listen, I, I got it tatted. I, I got it tatted. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, man, that's so really like my headspace right now is just like just things go smoothly go mm. through the day. I know it's going to be a blur. Everyone who's gone through this before has told me like, you don't even really remember the day. And you're not even doing the reception part. Yeah. No, no, no. We're going to hold off to that until we can actually do it proper. Mm. I feel like then I would have, I would be like, so like ready and easy if yeah. I split them apart. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. then if you're married and you're going into the reception, that's like an even, that's like a piece of cake. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So next year, next year would be like mad, mm. mad fun, mad lit. Um, but that's where my headspace is at right now, man. Feeling Love good it. about it. Yeah, yeah. Love to hear that. Love to definitely, hear that. Definitely. But I, I want to hear about you, man. It's been a while since we connected. I know you were out in Cali living that yeah. LA lifestyle. For a minute. For a minute. Um, yeah, I guess we didn't pause for a minute. So I don't know. I was just I was just in LA um working, hanging out with people, yeah. regular shit that you do when you're, you know, not in lockdown city. <laughs> and um uh, I fucked around and you know I, I, what you that? do? What's what's that? Uh oh, high key. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. I propose Hey, 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 let's go. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Hey, I yeah. we, funny story. We walked right past this guy in West Hollywood the other day. I'm like, I should have said this to you. We are, we both, we both. Right? Both I'm in love with the coco. Hey, 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 I'm hey. I'm in love with the coco. <laughs> I got it. I didn't get it for the no, no, no. <laughs> Don't Don't say that part. No, no, no. <laughs> oh man, yes, yeah, let's go. So, Congratulations, yeah. y'all. Congratulations. We, um, we got engaged. Uh, applause for me. Yes. Applause for uh, shop like shot. For producer. Right. Um, we did it. Uh, basically, I spell it out for you. Yeah. Very yeah. simply, but I'll make I'll, I'll make it just in case people want to like potentially cry to this but i won't do that mm. make him cry my so when we went to la coco's whole idea of like what we were doing was gonna like oh we're gonna go and re-up on some cash she's gonna be able to like work yeah because she's just been in canada and can't yeah. work in canada <laughs> yeah yeah so um we were out there kicking with people working all that stuff and my whole time my whole mindset was I have this ring in my pocket and <laughs> let Don't me figure out it. what I'm going to do with it. And yeah, yeah, I won't lose it. I had that shit in my fanny pack the whole time. <laughs> let me just say like, wow, I can't believe it was that secure. Like if you, right? if you would have, if, if I would have proposed and you would have been like, I saw the ring. I'd been like, Oh, true. Yeah. But I put it t- high enough. Put it where I couldn't reach. Couldn't reach. <laughs> Smart. Smart. So um, yeah, as soon as I got there, like I, we had the wedding that we went to in Oregon. Yes, yes. And this is funny because I'm going back, and you guys remember when I was in Oregon. Um, had the wedding when I was in Oregon, and then I spoke to her best friend, who's a one of her best friends, who's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm trying. I have the ring on me, and I'm trying to propose while I'm out here. Yeah. The only thing is, I got to make sure I get the blessing for both mom and pop. Yeah. So spoke to mom originally, like offer it because we as soon as we landed in California, we saw her, mm-hmm. showed her the ring while Coke was in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And Smart she's play. just like, she's like losing it a little bit. And I'm like, okay, calm down, put it together. She's get yourself together. She's coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got I banged that one out early. Yeah. And that was amazing. And uh, you know, happy that I can even have these moments. Um, definitely. So we after that. We saw her dad the next day, but I was just like, didn't have the one-on-one time that I would like to, Mm -hmm. I would have, I would have liked to have, you know, I didn't want to make it like, I didn't want to like pull him aside and everybody wonder, like, I think that at that point suspicions, exactly. You know, so I didn't, I didn't want to force it. And and we also discussed the potential of like kicking it at some point. So, Mm -hmm. um, I'm happy I wait, we waited because um coco got she was sick for a second and then working and there's just so much going on so we eventually um was able to like have a day with pops and went for for lunch all three of us and then um pops and i had drinks and then i told i told him and i i was more nervous telling pops as you would imagine than telling moms right of course i also didn't have the visual aids with me so (laughs) So i couldn't just like what do you give my daughter see the thing is with the visual aids you don't have to say anything you just say i got something to show you yeah boom you know pops had to be like all right well um so the thing is 
is. Yeah, yeah, the voice cracks. <laughs> so uh, I want to. Uh... <laughs> and he was completely down for it and just yeah. like, yo, why is it taking so damn long? And I was like, oh, oh okay. Love that energy. Cheers. Less. Less. All right. Now I am easy. And I think that's probably where I didn't have any nerves no more. So yeah, yeah. after that happened, linked up with her uh, friend again and been like, okay. Got the blessings. Let's move this plan into into motion. Mm-hmm. Get it into motion. And um, uh, she worked at a she works at a um, a spot on the hills. Yes. Um, it's we've been there two times. Like during our trip, like we went there one night because it's a it's a club at night. Mm-hmm. And that, it was one of the nights that I couldn't like. I was really drunk, <laughs> but I was like, wow, this place is amazing. And then. <laughs> And then we had another like pool vibe and I was like, oh, this place is amazing. Yeah. So um, the idea was we were going to shoot promo shots for um, a new couple's night that they were promoting starting the fall. Okay. That was the concept. And so uh, we agreed upon that. She called Coco. I'm actually in the room when she calls Coco and is like, hey, um, what are you doing Friday or whenever the day was? I think it was yeah. Friday, yeah. And um, can, are you available to like take these pictures that I need? Blah blah blah. And Coco was like, "Oh, for sure, I'm down." She's like, "Are you are you okay? Uh, are you down, Shaq?" And I was like, "Oh, she's never shot me before, so yeah, I'm down." <laughs> and then she's like, "Super light skin, <laughs> ultimate like yeah, no." But she was just like, "Oh my god, I was nervous that he's gonna say no for a second. I'm like, "You amazing liar!" We're both yes, liars. <laughs> not she's. A crazy liar. Um, so uh we agreed to do the shoot, right? Shoot day comes. This is after a long night out, mm-hmm. and like a it's just taking a lot for for us to get out of out of bed type situation, yeah, let alone get together. And think about it, we've been traveling for a minute, so like for sure, we get tired of the same like rotation of clothes, yeah. So Coco was just going through like, I feel like I got nothing. I, I don't want to go. I'm just not feeling it. I'm also not feeling that. I don't think you were feeling that well that day either. So it was uh-huh. just like a lot going on. And I'm sitting there like, I'm about to pop this question in this <laughs> motherfucker right now. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, nah, nah, nah. And on, at the same time, her friend's like calling me and talking yeah. to her and trying yeah. to figure it out. And I'm like, if we get her out the door, we're fine. It should yes. be fine. So we did. Eventually, she we left. Get that PD there. <laughs> no Pedialyte. We should have had Pedialyte. Um, we drove up there. Uh, everybody is like, because I went I went there the night before, actually, to the venue. Right. While Coco's working. And I met everybody. They all knew that I was going to get uh, engaged in the next day. They're all yeah. excited. Um, but when I showed up there the next day, yeah. they were all like, some, some people mm-hmm. wasn't really that good with the lying. Oh, man. You know, they're like, oh, I saw you last night. I was like, yo, shut the f- oh man, don't <laughs> kill the vibe, you know. Another person's like, Did you do it yet? Another person said, Congratulations, but Coco didn't catch any of those. Ooh. Oh, I caught the one that was like, I thought you were here last night, but I thought he was doing the white guy thing where he mm. thinks every black dude, especially with the beard that's bald, yeah, yeah. looks alike. And that's how I played it off. I was like, Oh, shut it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're type saving niggas the sometimes. Um, we walk through uh, and we start taking the pictures. At this point, I feel like Coco's feeling a little bit better. Okay. Even so, she just like, I don't feel like she, I don't think she, you really felt, you know, until like, I, I don't know, maybe until we started really getting into the shoot. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
And then we uh, walked over to the spot, the um, where we were looking over the um, the hills, the hills of, yeah. of LA, and, and um, as soon as like we were standing out there for a second, and um, the the photographer was like figuring shit out, and um, Coco was talking to me, and she's just like saying like talking about this place, this villa in Jamaica, where we're like talking about getting married, and I'm okay. like okay. Like, yeah, that would be cool. You have no idea what's about to happen at all right now, right? No, you said, are you trying Excellent. to pressure me? That's what he said. Oh, yeah, I was joking. Are you trying to pressure me? And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Lift so, me while you're like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we, we, so then a uh, photographer comes back out. Yeah. She starts taking pictures of Coco. And then she says, hold on, come here. I'm going to, re- like, and we discuss the moment that she starts messing with her hair yeah. and repositioning her, I'm going to get behind her. Yes. She's like up behind her. She starts taking pictures. And then I go down on one knee and she's like, okay, now turn to Shaq. And that's the point where oh, man. she sees it all. And you, oh, guys saw, man. you guys all saw the photos. Oh man. Yeah. That's I love it. I love it. That's a master plan right there. Well done. <laughs> and like, I got to give it to the whole team. Cause it was a whole team. <laughs> it's a whole team. Came effort, through. Like we had a, we had she had two of her managers there the owner was there wow she had three girls helping her one girl's another photographer she had one person on the polaroids Polaroids. yeah one person on videography yeah and then we had champagne come out immediately yeah i saw that in video yeah yeah it was nuts damn y'all snap so you got this from multiple angles like multiple like we got no we got the video so yeah yeah, we got multiple mediums so we got video we got polaroids we got photo it's Damn. yeah y'all snapped i love oh, it it was, it was perfect i feel like it you know we wanted to make sure it was captured i wanted to make sure everybody was looking good and yeah uh, everybody i mean just us two and yeah uh <laughs> make sure that um it wasn't it wasn't like a spectacle yes like i didn't want to like be on like santa monica pier and just yeah yeah yeah, yeah a billion yeah. people billion people like, have uh, no idea who you are they're not yeah. a part of your yeah yeah now you guys you did it the right way i'm, I'm happy for you guys that's amazing um, yeah. Yo, there's some similarities between your story and ours, man. That's crazy. Really? You mean uh, the proposal? Yeah. Like, so we were actually drinking the night before. Ashley was hungover, was not. So I had to like second Ashley, guess my plan. The normal girl. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so I had the same moment as you where I'm like, okay, how am I doing this right now? My girl's not feeling well. Like, I had everything lined up to do it. Are we still going to be able to like, get dressed up, get the, you know, cause I want to make sure she's looking her best. Like I want to capture this on camera. I want to make sure mm-hmm. she's good. So yeah, I, I feel the same way where you talk about that, man. But yeah. it's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful. Yeah. When it happens, it's like, okay, yes. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm done being your words? shysty. <laughs> uh, did I stumble my words? Yeah. No. Do you remember think, what you said? Um. So the thing is, is like, as soon as I, I kneeled, <laughs> And she saw me, she like ran away from me. <laughs> so like, it was just like hard for me to like do anything. And then let alone, like, I felt the further she went away from me, the more yeah. awkward I felt being on my knees. <laughs> just, just I'm like, I literally, I, I literally told her, I'm like, wait, come back. I feel a little awkward. <laughs> wait. But um, no, I, I, I basically said like to, to the point I was saying or how I opened this was, yeah. You came out here thinking that we were out here just to make some dollars and, and make some money and work. I came out here to basically tell you I want to spend the rest of my life with me. Coco Bars. Will you marry me? Type Bars. That's mm. not what he said at all. What I said. <laughs> Already? This happened like two weeks oh, ago. Oh man. What I said. You, the first time you said those words to me were like two days ago. That's hilarious. But you said 
you I, I said, like said my full name, my full government, and Ooh, I didn't let you say anything else. I was like, what's going on? Shut your mouth. <laughs> well, I and did I say it. You mouth, didn't hear it. I didn't you let you say me. anything else. Because she hit me in my mouth and was like, stop it. Just <laughs> stop give me the ring. <laughs> Just give me the ring. <laughs> I was like, don't. There's people looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful yeah. moment. So, Congrats, yeah. man. Congrats yeah. to both of you. Welcome we to the club. Yes, enjoy sir. enjoy it live in this moment honestly like live in this moment bask oh, in it 100 i'm not even yeah. trying to like everybody's like okay when's the wedding i've had somebody say when's the uh the um or what what do you have planned for the um honeymoon i'm like bro what what <laughs> what, <laughs> what? <laughs> like our babies nah. i'm like everyone calm uh, down yeah people this yeah we did this step let's talk about this yeah 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 we're still in step one so when's the wedding? No, <laughs> nah, but for real, like, honestly, enjoy this moment because mm-hmm. people said that to me. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not nah, like seriously enjoy this. It's just bliss. Like you just feel like you're like on clouds, like you're skating. Like, I don't know. It just, it's an amazing mm-hmm. feeling, you know, when you're fresh off of it. So just enjoy it. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it from a guy who just got it and is about to get out to the next step. <laughs> to the next step. Yeah, <laughs> man. Most definitely. Um, so do we want to branch off with this conversation into like a little bit about, I don't know, we could stay on this a little bit because I know I wanted to talk yeah. a bit about, cause I want, I, I just had a lot of questions myself being sure. the dude that was like, I'm ready. Yes. And what happens now? <laughs> <laughs> what now? And I feel like all I've seen on my timelines have yeah. been like people getting engaged, married, all these stuff. Um, I know that there's a couple of dudes that are like next up. Yeah. I know that there's a couple that are thinking like, okay, uh, how do I make that next step? Yeah. When you, when you knew that mm. it was time, what was your first step? I'd say, man, man. cause I know the, the first step is obviously like, okay, the ring, but like, what does that mean? Do you go to people's jewelers and check it out? Or like, <laughs> so that's, that's the thing, right? Like, I think like, you know, if you don't know better, that's where you end up. Right. Um, but there's so many other places. Like, please go to other like places. Like so many. Please just go. Yeah. Do your research. Ask a friend. Ask one of us. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, do your research. But even before that, for me, it was, let me talk to the family. You know what I mean? Um, let me talk to her friends. Let me just get a sense of like uh, what the what the room is like, what the, what the reception is going to be like. Because for us, like we had talked about it, but like I want to know from them you know, what, what if, what has she said to them? You know, you're talking about in terms of what the wedding, not the wedding, but oh, like, you're talking about the proposal like proposal, right? What those um, expectations. Are. Yeah. 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 Because, and every, every, everyone's situation is different, but like, I know some, um, some women and, and some guys, they talk about that. Like they know what they want the proposal to be. They know what they want their wedding to be like, we never had that conversation. We never talked about like dream proposal, dream wedding. Right. So I literally was going in blind. So for me, it was like, I want to get the perspective of some of her girls. Let me talk to them, see if they know any inside stuff, you know? Um, And then it was behind the scenes. You're kind of sneaking around, you know, trying to figure out ring size, trying to figure out how you're going to do the proposal. Um, You know what I mean? That, that was the step for me. That was tough. So did you have to find the ring size at that point after all of that? Yeah. So now I got to think back. So I had the vision in beginning of the year. So we, I, we got proposed like 2019. Right. And um, 
probably around springtime, I knew like, okay, I want to do this this year. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to line up when. So I was like, okay, let's do this in the fall. That's around our anniversary when we started dating. And so I started the motion of talking to the friends, the family. I had her best friend, one of her best friends, do some research, find out the ring size for me, you know, find out what kind of ring she's into. So meanwhile, while we're doing this, I'm sending her photos of rings that I see um, to her best friend. She's telling me, yeah, I like this one, not so much this one, whatever. So that's happening on one side. Mm-hmm. Then I'm talking to her mom, her brother, you know, just getting their blessing, getting how they how they feel about it. Very similar to what you did. And then it's like, okay, boom, once you get those blessings, once you you get that confirmation, you get that confidence. And it's like, all right, how, how am I did you make those conversations? Not awkward at all. Not awkward at all. Like because you can make it really awkward. You can you're you an can. awkward person. Yeah, you it's, can. it's uncomfortable for you or whatever. Yeah. The relationship isn't there, maybe exactly. Any, but it's a, exactly it's you need to have that conversation with you. Them. Have Sometimes to. that can be you have to. And like for if someone's listening to this and they're not quite there build that relationship. You need that relationship with the family. Like, mm-hmm. we're, especially if the person's close with their family. Yeah. If they're not, then, you know, it's a little bit different, but if that family dynamic is tight, make sure you have a good relationship with the family, man. Like that's, yeah. that's going to matter a lot. Right. So, you know, I talked to her moms. Moms was very like excited. Same thing. I was like, yeah, please don't ruin the surprise. Like yeah. I literally did the same thing. Like where I was over at their place one day, actually went to the washroom. She was away or whatever. I think she was grabbing a shower. And then, so I was talking to moms at the, at the same time. I was just like, okay, here's the plan. And she's getting all excited. I'm like, okay, shh. Like don't say yeah. nothing. So I was nervous because I told her first and like, you know, parents aren't always the best at holding in secrets, man. Mm, Let's be honest. Fine. Yeah. And then, the conversation with her brother um that had me nervous because like right. that's that's big bro which part, which part about it was it just that just the fact that it's big bro or was it yeah and i know like you know he carries a lot of weight like you know and in mm. in the relationship that they have so mm. and you know i i'm just thinking about like i don't have i know i have an older sister but i'm still mad protective of my sister you know what i mean like so I was kind of nervous to go into that. So like, I can only imagine what a big bro. <laughs> what a big bro like, is going to be I'm a like, little bro. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nah, that was a mad cool conversation. We cracked some beers over it after I told him. He's like, he welcomed me into the family. Like, legit. He's like, I've always wanted a brother. Like, yo, welcome in. You know what I mean? So that, I'd say, is like a big step, man. Make I sure you're like cool part, with, like, the family. I feel like that part, I wasn't ready for the whole, like, I've always wanted a brother and yeah. like the true like welding of two families. Cause yeah. like I was excited to be engaged. I was excited for like the in-laws and all of that, but I wasn't thinking of people really considering you like a sibling now. That's it. Man. I didn't see that. I didn't see that as something like, Whoa, I didn't think about it at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like your two families blend, yeah. right? Like, of course you're going to go off and you're going to have your own family, but like, that's, that's it right now. You know what I mean? So that's mad important. Um, and I, I think like not rushing the process either. Mm-hmm. That's that's big. Like take your time, you know, think through things, make sure, right. make sure like right. your mind is clear. Like don't rush into any decisions, you know, sleep on it. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever you're trying to do, whether it's a ring, whether it's how you're going to propose uh, all that stuff, just think about it. Take some time. See, I think what I, if I can give anybody advice, mine would be like, I would just say retweet whatever you just said. Yeah. And then like, in the early stages if you feel like this is going somewhere yeah i think you got to take real life notes on like because this is where you can take advantage of getting 
very good intel mm-hmm. where someone's very unsuspe- unsuspecting. Like we talked about, like Coco told me, told me her ring size from mad early. Okay. And what her ideal ring would look like. Yeah. I knew that for, and I wrote it down from like three months. Boom. I'm like, oh, perfect. Now, I, now, whenever I'm ready, I just got to refer back to this book. There you go. <laughs> I got it all right there. Put it in the phone. You're good to go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. I think like that's where you don't have to worry about it and like, you know, find inconspicuous ways of figuring it out or even just putting other people up to it. Because I feel like, I don't know, I, I, I'm very good at ruining my own surprises. So I can only mm-hmm. imagine what it's like when somebody's like, Hey girl, what's your ring size? I'm just curious. Like, look at my ring, and, and you're like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> I feel like that would be me. Fair. So fair. Um, that that would be my advice for the ones that are just starting off earlier in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With theirs. Yeah, and it's it's man. I tell people like, when you know, you know. It sound it's mad cliche, but it's one of those things where it's like, when you know the feet, when you know the moments right, when you know that person is really for you, you will know. Like, it's not something you can rush. It's it's just, it's mm. really just an instinct. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, man. It's yeah. just, I'm sure you can, like, speak to that. Yeah, everything is very instinctual. And, like, I also felt like, like, it just, it just, there's a lot where I can simplify it by just simply saying, when I met her, I just felt like that energy needed to stay around me. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. It's the, it's the vibes, man. Yeah. I, it was, I was like, whoa, wow, that's different. I've never felt anybody like that before. And I feel really cool like just being around you i feel great like i'm happy yeah and i was just like in a where you're even from an acquaintance level i was like oh this is dope <laughs> yes yes <laughs> and then also just like now that we, we, we've been dating and i'm just seeing us walk into rooms and i'm seeing how people are like wow you're vibe and i was like yeah i'm not the only person <laughs> yeah that's y'all that's so weird like yeah we got that too and i think when you have that energy with your significant other that's huge. When other people notice it in you and just look at you and be like, there's, there's love there. There's a lot there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's all you need right there, man. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give uh, a couple gems out there to, to, to the yeah. homies. Hey. Um, I, I want to go from one certified lover boy to the next, Ooh. to the next. Okay. And also maybe discussing Donda and let's do it. Just, <clears throat> I want to discuss them together. Cause I think categorically speaking, they're, they're synonymous they're, with each other synonymous topically but realistically both albums are completely different categories to me okay let's let's talk about it i'll start with donda mm. that came first yeah the rollout was stretched and kanye <laughs> would have been taking us for a whole world tour for a year and would have never <laughs> released it if the label didn't just pull the trigger and say fuck you kanye <laughs> the people need this and we need the money <laughs> from this now i don't care if this is i don't care about your merch i don't care about is, your stadiums yeah exactly so um that came out and like if you've never heard me speak about kanye oh, uh, i'm not per se like a kanye fan but i'm yeah. appreciator i'm an appreciator of what he does and i think i enjoy his production more than anything Mm-hmm. What I'll say about this uh, this project as a in, in totality as a piece of work, and I think maybe we talk about one, the other, and then both. We'll, yeah, we'll let's do, do it. Let's do it. Um, this album in totality was like it was like it felt as unstable as Kanye's psyche. Ooh, it was like kind of all over the place. It felt it felt well. It felt hard. To, it, it was hard to like listen to front to back. I think right. you get, to, I got to about 65%, 70. 
when and then that, at that point i was like oh these are the same songs with a couple of different people and now i feel like i'm crazy have i heard these songs before has the album already been done and then on yeah. top of that you have no artwork you have no yeah. features so you have no idea what the fuck is going on yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um and then i also felt like the best part of this Kanye album was any of the features. And I felt like if Kanye took a back seat mm-hmm. and just let these artists do what they do, mm-hmm. and he basically played more of like a DJ Khaled role, but a more hands-on version, because I'm sure he would have liked to do that, mm-hmm. this album would be sick. But this is Donda. This is his album. Yeah. It's it's dedicated to his mom-ish. It's dedicated to his mom and Drake. And that's what I felt like. It was... I, I don't... Wow. I, I thought it was weird that you take a mom, a, a, a mom, uh, <laughs> a, a, an album yeah. dedicated to your mom, titled, named after your mom. Yeah. Um, with a lot of samples from your mom. Yep. And then part of the rollout, you just made it about this other dude in your beef. Yeah. And even just the whole, where, where like, um, you know, Drake eventually leaked that song with Andre 3000 yeah. and, um, yeah. and Kanye. And it was supposed to be a dedication to both of their mothers. Yes. And Kanye changed his verse to to beef with Drake, probably because he felt like, oh, if I put this this verse on a on a on an Andre mm-hmm. song, it's gonna get the most amount of love. Yeah. I just I don't know. I just don't. I I, I didn't love it. Right. But there were songs like um, the one I just played. Um, off, off the, the grid, grid yeah a hurricane and a couple others that were like okay those are all right and i think it's you know one person that i spoke to earlier today he was basically like if i made a playlist of nine songs that i liked off this album it would be an amazing album and so, i can hear that <laughs> i, I want to come back to that point because i feel like that about the other album we'll, we'll, mm-hmm, we'll get mm-hmm. to but specifically just sticking with donda and just to go off of what you said um I think I, I said it a few pods ago where I'm like, this album has to slap because you can't name something after your mom and it not be fantastic. Absolutely. Like, I just feel like that's that's blasphemy right there. But yeah. it started off from the first song, the Donda I, chant. Can, I, okay, it, can we talk about the Donda chant? He, he lost, like, he lost me doing? from that point. I was like, come on, Kanye. Yeah, I was not a fan. I'm like, you, are you trying to hypnotize me into loving this? Because I'm not being hypnotized and i don't love this (laughs) exactly exactly and then i could have done without that but i really liked what came next with jail um the Mm -hmm. album itself in totality i feel very similar to you where there's a lot of songs i could have done without Mm -hmm. um there's yeah i'd say about six six to seven songs that i think would really solid on the album and it's because of the features like you mentioned like one thing i'll say about kanye is i feel like as his career has progressed his lyrics, his lyricism has gotten worse. His ability to rap has gotten worse. Like, if you talk the first four or five albums of his career, fire. And I'm not saying he wrote all those. I know he had writers, but <laughs> he's just gotten worse with what he, whatever he's saying just does not, it's not coherent. It doesn't flow. It, it's, it's not good. And he lost me on a few of these songs with that, man. And that's where I was like very confused about it because he's very competitive. He was very competitive in the rollout of this. Like it's me yeah. versus Drake. Yeah. And if you're saying me versus Drake, I'm trying to listen to what you have to say, not what Five Yo is gonna say, <laughs> yeah. not how great the weekend's hook is gonna be, not how amazing little baby sounds on this song. I want to hear what Kanye West had to say. And I didn't hear much that I was like, he's spitting. I was like, yeah. this beat's cool. Uh <laughs> 
these features are amazing. Yeah. And that's basically what I have to say about Donda from front, to, sure. front to back. And I, I don't I, understand how anybody else would think any different about anything Kanye had to say. Let me, let, let me ask you a question. Cause like, I, I was talking about this with one of my boys and I was like, you know what the album after one listen, I was like, the album's not that bad, but I feel where he's going to lose a lot of people is when he focused on like the songs that focus on like Jesus and religion and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I felt like, while I personally, I really like that stuff. I f- can right. feel why that's not for everyone. You can you understand. Feel, yeah. yeah. Do you feel like that's where he lost some people? I don't Maybe even yourself? think so. Like, no? okay. I, cause, because the, like he gave us very little information about any of these songs. Yeah. So even though some of these had more of like a gospel sound or like the names had to, had to do with Christianity or whatever. Yeah. Baby Keem was on it and it was that's like true. lit. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's like, yes gospel whatever i just kind of i thought it was just a very interesting combination of like organs and it awaits in some situations i was like oh this is kind of cool yeah um it didn't like as much of uh quote-unquote gospel i'm gonna say not gospel it was it had a gospel sound for sure um as much as as it was like that that was not a deterrent for me to listen to this and that i don't know if that's just me because i grew up like a catholic boy so this is shit that is (laughs) already ingrained in the back yeah. of my head anyways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but um it just it wasn't a, a reason for me or i can't imagine that it was something that was that would uh polarize kanye stands because Fair. as much as it, it was part of the sound yeah it wasn't super part of the content i feel no that's fair but that's fair it was super part of the content though. as far as what they were talking about um yeah it was it was said several times even if it wasn't yeah yeah. Every single song, or if it wasn't the whole song, it was in every almost so every I, single. I feel song. like it was. The, I feel like it was and the I red thread throughout the whole thing. Polarizing, and it turned some people off. But I think people were turned off by a million tracks. They were, tur- they were turned off by. So I think yeah. Let me clarify. I feel like the, there was a whole lot more that would have turned you off from this album mm-hmm. before we say that this was like the the, the whole gospel influence. I think yeah. the whole frustrating rollout for Kanye yes. stands like I yes I've heard multiple people be like yo I'm done with this guy yeah just straight like, up like how you like we've said that before people have said this before man everyone keeps saying like they're done kinda, with them I feel like, like they they mean it now it's like he's turned into this like he, he, this this beast like <laughs> we know what we're gonna get from Kanye now before yeah. it was like I don't think which Kanye we're, we I don't know what Kanye we're getting yeah but now I feel like we know what Kanye know we're getting get. and even though we don't know what we're gonna get we know which Kanye we're getting. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. I, I got a, one more point, but I'll save it because it's going to feed into when we talk about both albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, just remind me on that. So what did you think about, what did I say before that you said you wanted to, oh, so if Kanye took a, a backseat of this on, on this yeah, album yeah, yeah. and just turned into like a more of a compilation piece mm-hmm. and it wasn't Donda, it was Kanye and Friends. I don't know, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. Would you think that album would be like better yeah so that's okay so i'll I'll just say my point right now i think that's the issue with kanye is everyone knows from a producer standpoint from making songs he's a genius like he is one of the greatest to do it but when it comes to him on a song it just doesn't work so i i definitely agree with that point i think he needs to take a back seat produce the songs do it as like you said like a kanye and friends (laughs) <laughs> and just let people rock because yo everyone goes hard on a kanye beat like his beats are fire his production's wicked people know they get amped they're like yo i got kanye producing for me 
Like I'm gonna spit hard. I'm gonna drop the a boy on a on a Kanye what, beat, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. Like if those two just suck up their pride and just like work together, bro. I, that's blame, a, Ka- I blame Kanye for this because I blame Kanye more so for this beef being where it is today. Yeah, just based off of the rollouts, I can tell who's in their feelings about it more so than the oh, other. Yeah. Like, yeah, Drake left it all out on on um. On wax, basically yeah. just saying everything there. He left it there, and that's it. And I think he's got a right to say to say his piece, but I feel like he just I can I can tell he had fun making this album. Of course, this is Kanye, who's just like you're gonna get it right. You're fired. You didn't show up at 10 a.m. You're fired. Yeah, and like people are passing out in the studio, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this right? guy doing? He's obsessed. He's <laughs> obsessed with Drake. It's I, not good. It's I not. Feel, it's ruined I, well, the music. I feel like, I feel like it was good for him to to align himself with that rollout. I, I mean, mind you, he did come out before, but it was good for him as far as like eyes on it, getting somebody sure. like me who's not really into Kanye to really pay attention. And I'm sure I would I'm I was gonna listen regardless, but like yeah, yeah. I made sure to listen the moment it came out, it was a thing. It was yeah. a it was a moment for me to say, okay, I, I listened to Donda. Yeah. Um but one time, one time only. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I there was a couple songs, but I I, I need him to give me the features so I know which ones to go back to. Yeah. Can, can we just talk about, like, stop making songs or albums that are, like, 21, 26, 20, yeah, stop it. So so did stop you it. think, you, you thought CLB was too long? Oh, 100%. 100%. Drake could have done the same thing. Drake could have dropped 12, the 12 album. 12 song and album. 12 song album. Yeah, 12 albums. 12 song album. And this, people would have said this is his classic. If he did 12, give me nine to 12 songs. Of just so, the best ones. So I'll go into that one. And, and like, again, I had this conversation earlier that prepped me for this moment. But okay, uh, let's go. Basically, the consensus, and I, I agreed when I heard this point, was like, typically with a Drake album, you have a song or two or three even sometimes where like, these are the ones that everybody yeah. unanimously says they're bangers. That's mm-hmm. it. They're being played in clubs. They're being played on radio. They're just everywhere. I don't know if this album has that. Um, even the the single that he went with, uh, with "I Am Too Sexy," which I yeah. love, yeah. Um, but a lot of people didn't like that. They didn't like the sample. They just they didn't feel that song. So "I'm Too Sexy" is not it. It's definitely not seven a.m. and Bridal Path, which is honestly most people's favorite songs. It's fire, but it's yeah. also not a single. It's no, still it's not. not a single. It's not. So I don't know what the single would have been. I was gonna say girls want girls, but nah, you can't do girls want girls. That can't be. That's not radio friendly. None of it. He said his max. Didn't he say it's uh, it's toxic masculinity at his finest or some shit like that? So that's the expectation he set. Um, maybe you only live twice. Lil Wayne and Rick Ross would have been one, but like, I don't know. He just didn't have the one on. Yeah, yeah. And that's my biggest critique about it. Other than that, like, I really enjoyed the braggadocious i'm the shit tone throughout the whole album i think this is the first time like we got that mm. for a whole project with drake he's been in his braggadocious bag but i i i, I do enjoy when whether it's like lebron james saying well it's because i'm the greatest player what do you say i'm, I'm the best player in the world or mm. something like that. i i do appreciate somebody who's at the top of their class claiming their place and I would I would do the same thing and (laughs) and I just enjoyed I just enjoyed that tone and 
that's that's off, like when I'm listening to hip hop, that's kind of the tone that I do look for, to be quite honest. And for sure, that feeling. So, no, for sure. I, I definitely hear that. I I'm still sticking with my guns. Like, I feel like he could have cut this down and there probably would have been songs that stood out. I just feel like things get lost in the shuffle now when you're 21 songs in. Mm-hmm. Um, he started strong. I will say this about Drake. Drake albums start strong and end strong. It's the middle where it's like, he always gives you a that. fire intro and his outros are not bad, bro. It's yeah. just the middle gets a little muddy. Like it's too much. He sh- I, and it's, he's a chameleon, right? He's going to try to appeal to everyone. So you're going to get that rap. You're going to get that gritty stuff. It's going to start the album. You're going to get the braggadocious. Yeah. You're going to get the slow R&B. Let me, let me like either sing or, or like slow rap. Uh, I also, yeah, I don't know. But man. I also feel like this was the first album and like since Drake probably got out the gate. Yeah. That he decided to go back to like his sound. Like the this was this is like a refined version. Yeah. Of a lot of the like the so far gone sound I felt in a oh, lot yeah. of ways. Um with uh, obviously like there was, I think there was like a WizKid song on there. There's a couple, but like a it couple. wasn't like there wasn't like it, it wasn't like um songs uh like of pa- or albums of past or projects of past where like you got like a uk drill song and you yes. got like a uh you know it's, it yeah, wasn't all yeah, over yeah. the place it was yeah, this yeah. one it wasn't was more like, life exactly so yeah. i i appreciated that one thing that i i did realize and i don't think i appreciate as much yeah is how transparent it is when i'm listening to a drake song and i can tell you that party next door is all over this song so like, we were listening to um fucking fans or something like yep. that was fucking fans yeah i'm like this beat sounds part next door this sounds like part next door it's definitely sang the reference for it like i i i'd never heard it but i'm telling you i can imagine it exists for sure in division or sorry like 1985 like you know like writing credits yeah literally yeah produced <sighs> by party next door written by whatever braithwaite which is part yeah, of next door. yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. um yeah, and also shout out to Antoine. Let me just do that one time. Yes, um, big up, big up, Antoine. You hear him on um, what was that track? Uh, Which one's he on again? Pu- um, what am I saying? Pipe down. Okay, okay. Pipe down, and his vocals are like literally all over that song. So yes, yeah, yes, big to up to guy. yeah, friend of the pod, man. Most definitely, most definitely. There's there's some good songs out here. Like I can't front. I just wish it was shorter. Like that's my thing. Mm. I just wish it was shorter. Did not need to be 21 songs, man. Do you not like having choice? What do you mean? I do, but like, don't overwhelm me. I don't want to go, th- I don't want to go to a restaurant and have to flip through five pages of a menu. But you're not give, flipping through the pages. Give me two it's pages. A, this is a buffet. This is, you are, the food, the food is on the table. Nah, man. Because then I got to sample every, no, I just want to follow. Stop lying. No, oh, man. I just if I gave want- you, if I gave you a table full of food, or I gave you a, a menu of three items. Yeah. You sit at the table full of food. No, no, no. Because here's the thing. I know those three items. Those are the best three three items you have. Those are going to be fire. Else don't serve them to me. If I go to a buffet, then I know maybe a couple of things are good. The rest is trash. I'm going to throw it out. I don't want it. Well, I don't throw out food, but I don't want it. So is this the difference between like Hongxing and fucking <laughs> Mandarin? <laughs> me yes 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 a limited menu means it's fire you perfected that craft limited give me a, an album that's i'm telling you nine to 12 songs 
that's going to be way better than an album that's 21 to 27 songs. I don't mind. Like, I'm, if you want to give me more, give me more. I'll just decide what I want to hear. But that's just, that's, I get it. I get it. We're in a singles era now. Like, people don't listen to whole albums. We listen to singles. But I'm still old school like that. Like, I want to listen to an album from start to finish and want to be, I want to be in that story the whole time. Mm. I don't want to be jumping around to this and that. Like, I don't want a la carte. I don't want right, that. I won't take you to a buffet. All right, good. Good. <laughs> um, so anything else on um that album? Like was it was there any other standouts for you as far as singles on there or on uh moments? certified lover boy? Like, yeah, or moments yeah, so or I, I want to shout out Thames, who's on Fountains. Yes, um, I yes. first heard about her through like that song with Whiskid. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, she's having a crazy year, man. So shout out to her. Like, I definitely am going to listen to more of, of her music. Um, and I, I like that Drake's he does that. He'll put you on. Well, not put you on, but he'll bring on artists who are, you know, maybe not household names yet. And because of his platform, they become more of household names mm-hmm. from different scenes and different genres. You know what I mean? Like someone from like UK, he's done this a lot. Um, and now Africa. So uh, yeah. in the Caribbean, I love that too, man. Um, yeah, man. I, I actually really like <sighs> You Only Live Twice. That that just brought me back to an era of like a Just Blaze beat. What's the one that Rick Ross and Drake Ron and Just Blaze did it? Lord knows. Lord knows. Yeah, that's a good. It it just brought me back to that era where it's just like I'm telling you. So yeah, it had a Lord knows vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, that's another standout song on the album for me. Yeah, I I mean, I I enjoyed it. Like Fair Trade. Like he remember that one. That's the one uh, with Travis Scott. Okay. Uh, fuck, he's got, honestly like I I love throwing this album on and just doing whatever. The honestly, one song that I gotta say that I really enjoyed from Rip was mm-hmm. just hearing this. Song. As soon as I heard that shit, that I was like, oh, you got my attention. I'm oh, I'm up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man, man, nah, it's it's a solid, it's solid, it's a solid album, but you know Drake's mad consistent. He's gonna give you solid every time out. Mm-hmm. It's 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 is he gonna go to that next level? And I think that's what we're all. What next level are you saying? He's already goat status. But can he be more goat? What's better than goat? Oxtail. Yo, oxtail status. <laughs> word you know yo i love yeah. i love that for like a measuring stick for where somebody is you oxtail status you're like yeah. yo okay i like that that's actually thank you for the episode title i got you <laughs> um one little big thing that i gotta make sure that we get off because i don't have that exact date mm-hmm. but um it's like our three-year anniversary Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you, everybody that keeps encouraging us to come back and do this week after week. Thank you to Patrick that keeps showing up. (laughs) Thank you to the fiancés. Right now, they're fiancés. Fiancés. (laughs) Thank you all for allowing us to affect our craft. It's been three, it's been three years. years.
hold on. We gotta give we gotta give a big shout out though to your brother. We gotta give a big shout out to Malik. Yes, shout out to Malik, the man who's been taking care of all the visuals, all the visuals, all the visuals for all the rebrands, all the refreshes, everything yes. like you see, all the graphics. Like, yo, big yes. up to big up to the man. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And it's, and it, yesterday's rate is not today's rate with it. <laughs> Let me repeat. <laughs> yesterday's rate. Is not today's, today's rate. rate. <laughs> so I appreciate him still showing up after the rates have changed. Uh, we've been through a lot of episodes. We've been yeah. through, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to do the same thing every every year because I feel like it's like, let's talk about let's our talk favorite about episodes. Yeah, 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 do you yeah, remember yeah. when Bird and Patrick were here? That's crazy. Yeah, Brandon. Um, that's fine. Uh, Bird and, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's fine. Patrick's still I'm, here. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it was funny because I was just like going through um, archives. We were, yeah, we were going through the archives and I'm like, shit, I found Patrick's first hot take. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Patrick's I've had, first I've had some hot wild take takes. ever. I've had some wild takes. Um, and I'm very curious as to what it is because as soon as I heard that it was your hot take and I think I heard what it was about. Yeah. Like, okay, hold on. Let's hold off. All right. This is episode seven. Episode mm. seven. We're on. This is episode what? 130. 133. Three, something like that. 133. Hey, shout out to 133 Nielsen. That's my bus. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so uh, this is episode seven. It was called Side A, Side B. Do you remember why? Yo, don't tell me this was another Drake album, wasn't it? No. Oh no, this was, this was the legalization. Yes, sir. Yes, yes episode. Sir. Yes, this yes, was the yes. Episode, October 17th. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Trudeau. Uh, of cannabis so we recorded side a um where we were just having a regular pod and then halfway through we was like all right it's blunt time let's hit pause on this shit and come right back blunted you guys almost killed me (laughs) i um, i i'm looking at the 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 wave spikes yeah i can almost pinpoint (laughs) where i think it starts so i'm gonna play this clip yeah we'll talk about your 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 first hot take ever and then maybe i'm we might be lucky enough to hear us all high on the podcast. <laughs> uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Patrick Hotick? Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> and a world general. <laughs> the world general speaking. Yo. Is this, well, is this Patrick's first hot of the year? I think so. No, no, no. It's like he's taking his first three-pointer. Right. <laughs> Yo. This Juice World project proved <laughs> to me <laughs> that the future is washed. What? The world generous speaking. It was just further So, okay, he's coming on to let elaborate. Let me give you some evidence. A lot of so, evidence. Yeah, yeah, let me give you some evidence. This never been a future fan. No, 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 no. Future is beside the point. Just before you say what you're going to say, future is the Beyonce of niggas. Whoa. Well, so you you can't you can't just say that. That's a hot ticket itself. Is it? Yeah. I mean, no, he, he's on. He's, he's so, in line because. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So what I'll say to this there's, is, and this is a some, future hive, though. There's, yeah, gonna, yeah, there's yeah, a future hive. That's fine. But this goes to something that Shaq and I talked about earlier, where you know you were saying I said this, and I was, and you were saying that. Well, it's not his fault that his sons have sort of surpassed him and now taken the spotlight. Mm-hmm. That who's his sons? Little baby. His sons his are everybody. Sons, Gunna, Juice World. Gunna, Juice World. Yeah, yeah. I thought Gunna was young thug. Gunna's young thug. Kind of Juice World. That's not the same thing. He he, he teeters a line. Uh, yeah, he's better than Young Thug. <laughs> yeah, he's better than without Young Thug. Yeah, fact. Thug, but yeah. it, so there's that, right? Well, These guys, I, I, man, that is funny. 
<laughs> that, that was funny. Ooh, ooh. But was I wrong? I stand by my statement. Future on his own has not been the same since. <laughs> Don't two years later double down <laughs> on us. Just looking at this, the things just say two years later and change. Like, you know, don't three years later double down on your hot take. Um, yeah, sure. Oh, but yeah, that's yeah. funny, man. Because like, I, I just, there's just the perspectives. And I feel like, again, like when you start potting early, you're just yeah. like a whole lot more reckless with your takes and yeah, how you're yeah. talking. You're not as conscious about what you're saying. You're like, you're like a, a semi-automatic rifle. Not that's even it, full just, automatic. Just, you're just, just <laughs> you know. Bro, you said he's the Beyonce of niggas. I can't Come believe on, I man. said that. Come on. Wow, I can't believe I I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I can't wow, believe I said, said that. <laughs> wow. Um, do I wow. see five, I hope they five. come I hope they come for you after this. No, they won't because they'll understand that was 3 years ago and cancel culture isn't prevalent here at not with the hype. Um, we're not with cancel. Not with the cancel, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to fast forward, and hopefully this is exactly where I think it is, the exact moment where we walk in. I've come and surpassed him. Then there's also the fact that he was supposed to nope. go on tour no, with Nick. Smoking woods on our ends, you know what I mean? Honey so, backwards. Straight up. Our <laughs> <laughs> Russian cream thing still on special. You know? so looks like we just called somebody. Just called someone about random. <laughs> That's what Wait. we used to do back in the day. <laughs> just so go through the Rolodex. Uh, the whole of Wu-Tang. Fuckery. I think, man. There we go. I, I think we were just yeah, yeah it's just mad giggles. at that point. Mag but giggles. um that was that was definitely one of my um favorite episodes. <laughs> uh the next one actually is Black Joe Dirt, which is oh, what uh, this we is called Brandon, Brandon because yes. he what was he he was supposed to be Donald Trump for but he like Halloween. put cake soap on his face. It looked like he's like <laughs> And his hair looked like a mullet. It looked like a mullet. A bird's like, oh, you're Black Joe Dirt. That's what you look like. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, no, we had plenty. Oh, even we, some of these uh, covers are really funny. The like, covers are what kill me, man. Like, I love the Bird Box one, man. The Bird Box one was really That good. cover is amazing. Uh, uh, there's also you in like that, like that tub thing. Yeah, from so Happy Place. Happy yeah, Place yeah, yeah. is the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it takes a lot to pod. Yes. I have a clip that is oh so relatable. Okay. I feel like this is just my life potting, <laughs> especially considering I'm below floors with everybody. But let me know what you think. Podcast. I am so excited about fantasy. You motherfuckers! You fuck. You motherfuckers won't fucking stop! I'm fucking podcasting, fuck! I'm doing a goddamn fucking podcast! You motherfuckers are running around like fucking Mary Lou Red! You heel striking motherfucker! <laughs> fuck! And then Michael Rappaport, that's Michael Rappaport. Of course he, it is, of course he, it is. Uh, he commented on that like after Worldstar reposted it. Yeah. He's like, Yo, they're literally running sprints upstairs right now for real. <laughs> Is that what it's like in your crib? It's more so about the Wi-Fi connection. I'd be out there yeah, like texting yeah. everybody like, get the fuck off. Yo, the please Wi-Fi. just get, get up. I just, I'm just trying to pot. Yeah. No, I'm in but, my basement um, too. So I hear those steps, man. It's, mm, no, but three years later, I've hardwired and things have changed. Hey, um, boss up. But yeah, three, three years of potting and... Do you have a do you have a statement for the people you're media trained? <laughs> hey, you know what? You got to put in the time 
You know, there's a lot of a lot of grinding. You know what I mean? We had to figure out things on the fly, teach ourselves a lot of the the the, the tricks of the trade, if you will. Um, but here we are, man. We don't stop. You know, you get those shots up in the gym every day, man. We put in that work, and we still doing it. We ain't we ain't done yet. Yeah, I we think what yet. I will say is that this has taught me that if you do something enough times, you're you're just gonna be good at it, and you'll be successful at it. That's it. Um, there's a lot of things creatively that I've started and stopped. I'm sure you, I'm sure yep. a lot of people have done the same thing where you've tried something and like, for whatever reason you stopped, trust me, if you kept it going for two, three years, it probably would have been fire. That's it. That's it. That's you can't, you can't go in the gym one day and expect to come out with abs and just be deep. Mm-hmm. You got to, mm-hmm. cons- you got to work mm-hmm. at it. You got to eat right. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with this. Like we don't just jump on here and expect to sound good. We, we, yeah had to listen back to our early stuff we had to get better we had to learn not to talk over each other you know we had to figure out especially virtually exactly the the cadence of like virtually figuring that shit out in the first couple months of the pandemic was painful i think a little bit yeah no definitely definitely so (laughs) you know it takes time it definitely takes time but consistency is the key yeah exactly so we're like drake now we're out here just consistent performances yeah, I should come on, come on the next episode, just like shitting on everybody. Be like, yo, I do this. <laughs> hey, we give you solid twenty and ten every game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some games might be a ten and ten, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, I do want to spend some time and talk about uh, the passing of the legendary Michael K. Williams. Um, yes. He passed away a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know Michael K. Williams, I don't know who you are um or where you living because nice. this guy has just been the star of too many things and he's just done a lot of like he i didn't know that tupac discovered this guy wait he was what a, tupac discovered him he was a back he's a backup dancer i believe um but like he he was i just saw this interview where he was explaining that like back in the day they would basically discover you for a lot of like um movies music videos that kind of thing just based off of headshots mm. tupac saw his scar and just like his look and um they what movie was it for the tupac one fuck i can't remember the name of the movie but this was his first movie ever that he was in and it was he was casted because tupac basically identified him and from there he started to work okay um but this guy's been in everything uh i really appreciate like everything from like lovecraft county to yeah country is it county or country country yeah, Lovecraft. That, that's country, what I saw him in last. So yeah, good. that was one of the last things I saw. Community. He's funny. That's like a random one that he was in. He just played a teacher in a, I think yes. for a season or two. For a season, yeah. Um, uh, he was in obviously The Wire as Omar. Yeah. He was in Boardwalk Empire as yeah. Chalky White, and I haven't seen that, but I heard like he killed that role. So I think Boardwalk Empire is on the list, babe. Um. Yeah. How, how did you feel when you saw the news? And mind you, the news came out through like the New York Post posting an article that was just kind of like um, he was discovered uh, dead in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, there was per- paraphernalia around. So a suspected overdose. And um, then they like alluded to a lot of like conversations around like in for, from uh, 2016 and prior mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he was dealing with uh, substance abuse and such. Yeah, it was unfortunate, man. Like, I feel like the conversation shifted from, like, celebrating for a moment. I think we're now celebrating his his legacy and his life. But very early on, it was, 
all this all the talk about the drugs and overdosing and it's like yo we just found out this guy died like can we have a moment can we piece together like what happened here instead of just yep let's dig up old stories let's dig up old facts of past experience with with drugs and and whatever the case may be like it just the narrative was not i didn't i didn't like it personally i didn't like the narrative like right off the rip i think it's like because a everybody likes to be first yeah everybody likes to be the source of exclusive information yeah and so i'm sure new york post had that exclusive information as far as like paraphernalia and quotation marks as to whatever that means and i i i was i was basically saying i'm like I don't know if this guy was still dealing with issues. He could be, mm-hmm. but he could have had a bong next to him or something right. like right. he's that's could be smoking weed. I don't know. To some people that don't know anything about weed consumption, shit could be looking funny. To them. Yeah. I, that's all I'm saying. So yeah. um, I don't know what it was, but either way, a man passed away. We don't know why there yeah. was things around open for speculation. We know that there was no foul play, but open for speculation everything is just and i don't think when things are open for speculation that you start with like definitively this is what it is and speculate exactly yeah um so i hated that but what i did love is that none of the narrative around anybody who was celebrating the memory of michael at all said anything about that uh, attacking his character, which exactly, which is exactly what that original New York Post ca- uh, article did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, I, I was gonna say victim shame, but it's not really victim shame. It's kind of just, you know, you start bashing the person who just died, who's just deceased. It's like, no, yeah. like, yeah, let's let's have a moment to say how tragic this is. You know, yeah. like, yeah, it's crazy, man. That happens so often with um, celebrities, just with. I find a lot with obviously celebrities, you hear about their deaths more, but even just with narratives in general, like everyone rushes to, like you said, either be first. No one cares about accuracy. No one cares about fact checking. It's just, yo, let me just get this out there now. And people run with it. I I just don't like narrative. I don't, I get why narratives are so important to people now. I just hate them. Like when, when we're talking about something as silly as like basketball, for example, I don't understand why every single morning I wake up, there's a new storyline as to why a player is feeling this way and mm-hmm. they're going to go and do that and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's the summertime. Nothing's happening. You're making this up. Yeah. Just let it like, maybe sometimes we don't have to tweet. How's that? <laughs> exactly. And you know what it is? I think, I, I think I may mention this before, but I feel like, it started this whole idea of, of, of creating narratives started with the 24 hour news cycle. We just have to fill space. We have to fill time. There can't be silence. We don't mm-hmm. know how to live in silence anymore. Yeah. Yeah, right? exactly. You know, they were not comfortable in silence. And I think that's where your mind starts running. People are start creating their own stories to fill that void, to fill what they don't know, to explain what they don't know. You start mm-hmm. creating stories to help you get through whatever it is, to help you understand what's happening. Constantly filling forwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was just really happy to see that that didn't take it over. But yeah. um, it was just more of a celebration of his life and his legacy that he's left because apparently he's impacted a whole lot of people as far as like intimate relations and sure. conversations and words of advice and wisdom that he's offered on to people. I saw this clip 
from Joe Budden's podcast where he was talking about how he had a personal connection to him. I'll play. It was kind of like really touching to hear, mm. but like amazing to see somebody else acknowledge somebody who was going through some shit that I know none of us really can understand. Mm-hmm. Up in 09, somewhere back there. And my mom was going to church and she did what any mom would try to do. She said, come to church. I see Michael K. Williams at the church, but that don't tell me nothing. I just kept seeing Michael K. Williams at church. And now some type of way through the grace of God. Now we have after meetings at church. There was a select chosen few of us that was dying. And we shared shit in there that we probably don't share nowhere, man. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, shit. We understand each other on a deeper level. And you see how they're coping with it. And you see how they body and shit out. This guy, he was killing shit, but he was in pain. And I seem to have this ability to be able to spot that guy in a fucking crowd. It's heavy. I fell in love with Mike and the memes, man. And I heard so much. That's that's really like that almost got that's raw. Again. Yeah, I trust, so, man. And I've heard, like, there's this article, and I really do want to give it a chance to read it because it was talking about, like, the toll um, some of these roles that he was taking on yeah. might have played on him, especially, like, Lovecraft Country. That There there apparently was, like, a serious toll that that took. I, I don't know why, and I don't want to speak out of turn on it, but they did take a break in filming it. Okay. And I do recall that all the all of his, his co-stars rallied around him staying a part of the show when perhaps they were thinking about moving in another direction. Wow. And they waited for him. Wow. So, um, yeah, you just really never know, even through a lot of the, the ways that people shine yeah. in what in their art form or whatever, that they, they might still be suffering behind closed doors. You really never know. Yeah. We, we saw like a, a Heath Ledger, for example. We had no, exa- we had no idea how, mm-hmm. how much... I, like what the what the role of the Joker might have played, or, you know, on, for sure on on his demons that he faced. For sure, I mean, and and Michael K. Williams played some legendary roles, but they, like you said, they were heavy roles, man. Like mm-hmm. I haven't watched, I haven't finished The Wire. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I can only imagine that's a legendary role for him, like his most yeah. iconic role. There was some heavy stuff in that show, man. Mm-hmm. You know, very and, and like he took on some serious roles and yeah, I'm pretty, he's done some comedic things for sure. He had that side to him, but you don't know what that trauma, you know, you take on a role mm-hmm. just because you're not in it anymore. Who's to say that doesn't stay with you. Yeah. You know, and who's to say to get you into that mind state to play that character. What do you have to do internally to get yourself ready for that role? I think both of those things are very important because I think I, well, I've heard, both sides from actors in, in interviews where they're just like, to get myself into this role, I really dove in and I was in a dark place. Like um, something like the Punisher, I, mm. the, the um, what's his name? John Bernthal, who's yeah. the, the, the main star. Amazing, amazing actor. Killed it. But he said he really dove into that role so much so that he was just like, not really a nice guy to be around, like yeah. to his kids and family and everything. Like he was really in the role. Yeah. Uh, and then I've also heard from other uh, actors where it's just like from every role that you t- you play, you take something from that. For character. sure. There's a, there's an aspect of that character that you take and it carry and you carry it with you. Yeah. Uh, as you go about your the rest of your life. 
Yeah. So I can only imagine after having so many, and I'm not saying that this is the reason why he's gone. I'm just no, saying exactly. that like, th- this is the reason th- these are contributing factors to the demons that one would fight that yeah. produces this type of art. Yeah. After playing some of these iconic roles, a lot of them deal with a lot of dark issues. Some of them are dark characters. A lot of the roles he had were villains mm-hmm. that we eventually kind of not not necessarily loved, but understood. You understood, yeah. Um, so I yeah, I can only imagine um the, the toll that 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 could take. And I really have no idea what um it, it would have been like if they crossed paths with real shit that you might have been dealing with in real life. Like That's that it. just might be you think that oh, it might be easier to play this role, but yeah, but no, it's because it's like the toll that it'll take. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard, man. It's it's hard, and I think that's just something that we as spectators, we as the audience watching these, just need to keep in mind and and be respectful of just what it takes to get to that level of artistry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I do want to um play a clip from michael k williams mouth so that he can give leave us with a little bit of inspiration yeah before i think we wrap this pod and talk a little bit more about what's about to happen next Steph, week and, Steph. and beyond so Steph. let me play that clip here so let me start that it's not about it making it out the hood it's about being welcomed back mm. It's about being well. And that's saying like goes like it's worth any a statue. It's worth mm. that that's priceless to be able to be welcomed back home. It's not about it making it out the hood. It's about being welcomed back. Mm. It's about being welcomed. And that's saying like goes like it's worth any a statue. It's worth that mm. that's priceless what else? to be able to be welcomed back home. What I'll take from that, aside from even just like, yeah, you're not from the hood. Yeah. What I'm what I'm taking from that is like being able to give to the next generation and to the next the next group of people that are looking up at you and he yeah. was really good and keen on that i've heard mm-hmm. stories where somebody uh said i want to ask you a couple questions uh, you know can i get your autograph and can i ask you a couple questions and he's like everybody just wants an autograph i'd love to sit down and tell you or uh, you know answer your questions or whatever yeah, yeah and he was that type of guy um not too many people are, are like that and I think, especially in our community, and often I've talked about with other people, the the, the sharing of knowledge, yeah, um, the sharing of expertise, yeah, and passing it on, and making sure that all of this game can be free to certain people. That's uh, anything uh, from how do I buy a house to how do I get into acting to how do I whatever. Yeah. All this shit should be free game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think with this mentality about <laughs> like being, you know, how how are you welcomed back when you go back to the hood? How are you welcomed? When you go and, and to to your family reunion, exactly, like all of this stuff is all relatable. It doesn't have to be the hood. Nah, it's your community. You know what I mean? Have you forgotten about where you came from, or do you rep where you came from? Yeah, not even just rep where you came from. Do you make an effort to have a meaningful relationship with the people in your community where you came from, who made you who you are, who are the fabric of who you are? You know, there's there's people who just maybe they throw money at a situation and they think that's it. Nah, mm-hmm. money doesn't fix mm-hmm. everything. It's about having those, like you said, those those relationships given back in a meaningful way that people respect you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Is and leave that legacy where it's like, yo, you come through, 
man, we got you. You want a plate? Like, you're good. You're welcome mm-hmm. here. You're family. Exactly. Like, we got you, you know? So that's definitely something I'm going to try to, like, live by because that's that's big, man. Yeah. So, yeah, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. Uh, I think his legacy will live on through his words and and uh, his uh, yeah his his service um, to to others and even just the, these moments right here. Yeah, what I'm gonna go and do out into this world is is like that legacy is passed That's, on to to me to whoever the fuck. So exactly, uh, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. I'll most def- most definitely. Um, so again, this is gonna be our last pod for. Another for two, couple couple weeks, couple weeks, two weeks. Um, yeah. But we're hoping, and I mean, this is by no way, shape, or form set in stone. But hoping that uh, when we come back, we'll be together in person. Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited for the wedding. I'm really excited for you to become a married man. I'm Ooh. looking forward to all of that. This is gonna be fun. Uh, every the man them are all gonna link up. So the man them are all linking up. Excited like, about it. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, I just I just can't wait to be with the people, man. I can't wait mm-hmm. to be with the family, the friends. Like it's been a long time coming. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, you who knows? The energy might change. It's gonna be, I might have this aura <laughs> around me. I don't know, man. It's gonna be a different, different, <laughs> different vibes. But um, appreciate everyone for listening and just understanding, you know, we we live in lives. We we both busy. Now you know why things yeah. have been kind of the way they've been. But yeah. yeah, we three years, man. We three years here, we ain't going nowhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah, keep listening. Keep rocking with us. Yeah, yeah, this fall will ramp right back up, right back. The world generous speaking. I'm not even going to throw the socials. I just want to yes, leave sir. people with one last message. Mm-hmm. Get out there and vote. If you're, in Ont- if you're in Canada, get out there and vote. All right, September 20th, this election really matters for our generation. So please get out there and vote. Yeah, I got my, I got my ballot, and uh, yeah, I'll be there with an excuse to be out of office for a couple hours. Shop like Shaq, you wish you, wish you. He's not saying the social you. shit. I'm not saying shit either. <laughs> uh, whatever, it's pause over. I'm <laughs> about to go celebrate my man's uh, marriage next week. Hey, let's go, let's get it. Woo. Not with the, with the wedding flow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>